Back to Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here at 93.7 The Ticket. This is Rapping with Rico and All-American quarterback Steve No, we're going to get rid of that Rapping with Rico. That's yeah. done. We're going to go ahead and yeah. announce it. We're going to... Yeah. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he's getting fined, because he didn't make the adjustment. Yep, yep. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and adjust that name. So look out for that uh, next week uh, as oh. well. But Steve, don't worry. Steve Taylor will still be coming in Wednesday. Oh, absolutely. Time you know slot that. doesn't change. You know so, yeah, yeah, we're all good there. Um what did you think about the wild card weekend? Did you have any? Dude, it was awesome. Yeah, well, a lot of good football. It was kind of a letdown because the games you're hoping that were going to be a game were not a game. Yeah. But I just love watching the playoffs. It's just so much fun, and guys are balling out. I mean, it's you're one and done. That's what's, so much, that's what's nice about it. Yeah. So that's when I watch the majority of my football is when the playoff season comes in any sport. Because that's when it's, it's, just, it's just wild. It's crazy. Yeah. Any, I mean, anytime somebody's season's on the line. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen. Dude, that was phenomenal what he did. I mean, they were balling out. I feel sorry for Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, they just... See, that's the difference of what the offensive coordinator makes. You know, because last year, they did what they did. And then this year, they lost all their creativity when they got to crunch time, when teams have seen what they've done throughout the course of the year. And that's why offensive coordinator coordinatorship is so important. Man, we had a new game plan, like, every week. Wrinkles, different formations matchups, everything. I mean, you have to learn at least between 10 to 15 new plays just designed for that, that, uh, that defense specifically. And it's an adjustment. Like that back, we'll play the game, we come back, we have a rundown, watch film, we have the day off, then we come back, we used to come back that Tuesday, right? And that was just implementing all your new strategies. So ma- majority of our practice was just going over the new stuff that we're putting in, making the adjustments, getting on the same page. And that's why offensive coordinator is so important. And you saw what Kansas City did. You saw the good teams that came out in different formations, different wrinkles, because they've seen what you do. They know your tendencies. And so you have to switch it up. And you have to be creative. And they help a quarterback out dramatically. And I think that's why um, uh, Hurts fell off like he did the latter part of the year. Hmm. And I think the offensive coordinator had a big difference with that. And and they were just they were losing left and right toward the end of the season. Uh, yeah, do come up short in the, in the postseason too. Bigger disappointment do you, to you, Philly or Dallas? Oh, Dallas got. I'm drugged. not. I'm not a Dallas fan. Yeah, and you really can't say it's a disappointment because you were kind of <laughs> expecting this. You're right. Yeah. I mean, so it's Dallas. I think it's it was the biggest letdown and biggest disappointment just in the team not performing. Yeah. But um, uh, I would say them. Uh, Philadelphia was just. They were declining. They were losing. But they lost, what, five of the last six games or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So they, they were going the wrong way in the playoffs. Um, but And Dallas was the other way. They were tra- projecting. They were going up. Yeah. And um, so I, I really felt sorry for Dak. I really did because he, he's, a, he's a good, solid quarterback. And, um, you know, once you get that monkey on your back or monkeys on your back, which Dallas has had with Romo because Romo didn't win a playoff game, right? right. All those great years, MVP-like seasons. Pro Bowl seasons, and they they put so much on the quarterback's shoulders when he's really dependent too on his coordinator, guys around him, their offense and their defense. It's not solely on the quarterback, but you need to play well. And so I I was really empathetic towards Dak and what he went through because he's a, he's a good quality quarterback. And then you see young guys, things just go well for like love. I yeah. mean, playoff game on the road, just falling a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he does what he did right. Uh, so. He has uh, C.J. Stroud from Texas. Oh, yeah. 
brilliant game, young kid. He gets that monkey off his back right away. Yeah. I mean, it makes a huge difference, you know. And uh, so I can relate on both sides of that. Um, so I feel I, I feel sorry for Dak because Jerry has just made it very, very difficult for them to do well. He put those high expectations. He compares them to all these great teams that you should never do. You know, he talks them up like crazy, and then they they go out and do what they did. So, yeah. but Dallas, I felt, but I'm I'm a huge Raiders fan, so I don't really care about don't Dallas. Too bad. <laughs> well, they, you know, I lo- I love Dorsett and, and and Starbuck and those guys, but no, nah, it was it was fortunate to see them go down like that. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's kind of a yearly thing where they <laughs> they beat up on teams that aren't 500, and then they get to the playoffs. Yeah, and 12 wins, lose to the 12 wins, teams. What 12 wins for the last what two or three seasons? Yeah, and... is that enough? Would you? If you're the Cowboys, you hired McCarthy over Jason. Ge- Jason Garrett was doing the same thing, yeah. you know, pretty much. He had some faults here and there. They hired McCarthy to get over the edge. It's been three years; they haven't got over the edge. Is it the time, problem? Time the to problem. Move on? The problem is really not them. The problem is Jerry. Yeah. Let those coaches coach and let them play. I mean, look look what he did to Jimmy Johnson. He tried to be bigger than Jimmy. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy was the reason why they did what what they did, and. Trading players, they, they should have kept uh, the guy, the running back from Ohio State. What's his name? Uh, Elliot. Uh, yeah, yep. Zeke. 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 Yeah. Whatever. What's his whatever. Ezekiel. Elliott, Zeke, yeah. Yep. They should have. They should. They needed that running. They should have kept him. They just dis- dismantled the team. You know, made it difficult. So, Jerry should just. He's a money guy. Handle that and let these coaches and general managers do what they do. Yeah, I think that's getting in the way of the Dallas Cowboys. So. That's interesting. What about with the Bill Belichick out there in the open, still wants to coach? Mm. He's 71 years old, so you're not hiring him for a six-year plan. I mean, yeah. you, you got to be a team ready to, to to move. What are your opinions on him? He really, you know, you could argue with his resume, greatest coach oh. of all time. He should just be done. You think he should be done? I mean, I can't speak for him. Still I mean, competitive, it looks seems like. Yeah, yeah. but man, someday, sometime you got to give it up. I mean, at some point you have to look back and maybe that's why I wasn't like a goat type like player, you know, because at some point you just you just want to retire, be be appreciative for what you've done, you know, and then just move on. Yeah. Um, and he's had one of the best runs you could ever have in the NFL. Can you be appreciative for what you've done, like in the moment, or does it take years after retirement to really appreciate it for you? Did did you appreciate what you did at Nebraska, like drain it? Um, you appreciate it more when you're when you're out for a long time uh i've always appreciated you know i i kind of left my mark there so i was always good with that but to still be referenced you know 30 years later that means you must have done something right yeah uh that's that that warrants that so you're so you appreciate it even more but um no just like brady i think coach osborne went out maybe he would have coached a few more years you know but he went out on top i mean how many players can go out on top yeah no i wish brady would have been done but he played that one last year because what he did after he left New England and then get that championship in Tampa Bay. Come on. Mm. I mean, that's that's storybook, right? Yeah. I mean, so um, we'll see what he does. I could see him coming back to maybe try to get a program established or get him turned around a short period and say, hey, I'm going to do this for two or three years and then let someone handle it and go out that way. I could see that. But you got to have the right fit, the right situation. But as far as long term, what? franchise would want him long term yeah that's why i'm, I'm thinking I mean, he might have to take a, a spot you know you talk about a dallas or somebody there where uh you know it's it's the it's to get to that next level you're already there you need a coach to get to that next level not necessarily a rebuild because he's 71 now see that okay now we're not i'm not firing coaches but i could see him coming in dallas and kind of stabilizing that and getting the right people around 
and then ex- and, let, and let that an administration take it the next yeah. step. Well, that would be the also post. interesting because if, if, if it's like you and you say, well, Jerry's the problem. Well, if Belichick goes in and doesn't win, then Jerry. But, see, but he has, <laughs> but he has a type of pedigree and resume that maybe Jerry would stay in his lane. Right. Like he kind of did. He did that with Jimmy. Yeah. He let Jimmy do his thing and stay in his lane. But then when he had all the success, he wanted to come in and claim it and say it's all him, and we're the reason why we did what we did. And I'm going to show you, right? That's my, you know, armchair thought process on watching what what has happened in Dallas. So, yeah. but with a guy like. And who's the other guy that went to Dallas? Uh, Parcells. Was Parcells in Dallas? He was for he a, was. At some time. Barry and, Switzer was there. Yeah. And yeah. See, those guys had enough stature where they can come in and kind of, hey, say, leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Let me do this, right? And, and, and that's what happens. And then they, they have some success. And then Jerry comes in and try to, you know, claim it all and make all these changes. And he ruins it. Well, a, a quick pivot, too, because I did want to ask That's what you I'm this. saying about a billion-dollar guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he cares what I think. <laughs> that's right. Take that. Um, but that's what we do. We, we just talk about successful people here. And, and try yeah, it's, to, it's to reality radio. It's reality radio. Right. Yeah. Uh, I did also want to ask you about uh, Alabama. They're starting left tackle. Caden Proctor has entered the transfer portal. Oh, They've man. had a few different guys enter the transfer portal. Is the dynasty over? Nick Saban is gone. They, Kalen DeBoer. Is that a good hire? They, what do you yeah, think about that? They, they got to steady the ship. They got to steady the ship. I mean. That's what's going to be tough. Um, so you need a coach that can come in there and just steady the ship. Say, hey, give me a chance. Like what he said, give me a chance. Let, 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 yeah. Give me a chance. I can do this. I can do this, right? And he had a great year at Washington. So I think it can be done. So now you just got to retain those players. You got to keep those players. And you got to go out there and you got to sell Alabama. Alabama is still going to be Alabama, right? But uh, the tide has turned. Yeah. I mean, you got a legend that's exiting. So... Well, and I was thinking, tough. thinking about it the other day. Like, it's it's tough to follow the legend. We all know that. It but, is, like, you could, he could literally win three championships and still not quite be what Nick Saban is. No one's going to be you – can, yeah. you can't follow that shadow. That's tough, man. Yeah. I did that a little bit, and that, that's tough. And I was following Doug Flutie. Yeah. It, it's tough. Tough following yeah. up in there. Yeah. It is, man. But, you know, it's, it's a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That'll wrap it up for uh, this week. Once again, Steve will be back next week. We're going to debut a little bit uh, – a new title – for the yes. show, so that will be fun. Uh, yeah, any parting thoughts? If you don't get that done, we're going to find Rico. Yeah, find Rico <laughs> if I don't get it done this time. <laughs> that sounds good. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we will be back with Happy Hour. Again, myself, I'm sticking through four hours straight. Uh, Austin Orman will join me as well. Uh, we'll talk plenty. Husker basketball, Husker football, playoffs, all that. Coming up next year at 93.7. Thank you.